And we're here on the KNM Podcast. Ken Brown from WGR Radio. Michael Hare, DetroitLions.com, as we talk Lions football. Hello, Michael Hare. Hello, Ken Brown. All right, a little better week this week. The fans are not at the gates because uh, the Lions actually played a home game and they won, and they won decisively. So all the, all the, the bandwagon is filling back up after they jumped off last week. So I, as I've told many people during the time we've been doing this podcast, just take a game at a time and calm down. But this this is a Jekyll Hyde fan base, and I think we're going to see this every week of the year and every game of this season from now on. Yeah, I think I don't disagree with that at all, Kenny, but I think there's something a little bit, not even more than a little bit, but that's different about about this season. It's, and I, it's something I wrote about in, in my column for DetroitLions.com today. You know, Kenny, remember, like, you know, go back three, four years ago, but the goal was to let's play meaningful games in December. And sort of, to me, the connotation was that we can just hang on and be relevant in December. I think this is a meaningful game coming up in two nights, you know, two nights away in Green Bay. I think it's meaningful. And I think that, I think every game the Lions are playing now is meaningful, every one of them. I think it's a completely different, even if you're not, not totally aware of it, players, coaches, whoever, fans, I think there's a, just a different tone to all of this now. Yeah, meaningful but not um... – not crucial. That's my point on this. Not game. necessarily crucial. Not I agree crucial, with that but, too. But these are those two for one games, the division game. So that part of it, we do have to realize every division game is a twofer because you win it, that puts you two up on the you know, on the team that you lost to because you know you have they have to tie you with a victory and a loss and then go ahead with another one. So they have to get two games to get back to where you are now. So these games are important. And I, like I said before, they were great in division last year. They need to be great in division this year. No, I agree with that. What, they were 5-1 in the division five and one last, division year. last yeah. year. And so, yeah, look, let's let it rip. And, you know, the, and the, the, the one they lost was the one they were winning up until the last minute when the kicker missed the ball and they came back, that Minnesota game in right. Minnesota. So, you know, they are very strong. Well, last year they were very strong in division, and I want to see that this year. But if there's any time to jump on Green Bay at Green Bay, I'd rather do it in September than do it in January. Well, they did it last year in, in January. You yeah, know, they January did it last year in January. Or whatever it was. But and look, I, but you think that the that the that the Packers are the are the as as dominating to the Detroit Lions as they used to be? I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't see no. it anymore. How many look, years Lions, ago did the Lions not win in Green Bay? Wasn't it like twenty years or something? They didn't win in Green Bay. Well, it was just a, from, a long time. I remember. They they had they they beat them to clinch a playoff berth at at Lambeau in 1991, and they did not beat them again on the road, which includes the games they played in Milwaukee. They did not beat them again on the road until 2015. Remember, they started one and seven. Right. They went on right. their bye. Right. They went to Green Bay and beat the Packers in Green Bay and started a run and almost made the playoffs. But but, but look, in the last 12 games, they have a seven and five one loss record. And they won the last three when Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback. So, what? What's the fear? No, it's no fear. I just want to see a cleaner but, game. But no fear. Yeah. I want to see a cleaner game offensively, and those games to me are in Lambeau early in the year because when it gets to, when the ground gets hard and the and it's that brown grass that you see in those games, those just games become you know a, a battle of attrition. A, a high offensive team like the Lions playing them this Thursday 
that'll be a better a better task. So you, you, so you don't like Lambo in, in the snow? And yeah, the and that's all, all you know, poetic and whatever. But as actual football, it's just funny stuff goes on. It's not a real good game. And half the time you're talking about the temperature and the fans and the smoke breathing out of their mouths instead of, you know, actual high-power offensive, you know, teams and that's that's just the way it is is when you're playing a code like that that's the way it is so yeah, well, another thing though but i think if you're good enough i don't think any of that stuff about lambo and the, I, I don't think it means anything anymore i really don't no i think, no. It's, I think it's a fun place to go and to go play a game yeah and it's a thursday night game now that to me is going to be the key to this game to me is the short work week and traveling that gives green bay the advantage in this game instead of it being sunday that you're playing on three days, you know, three days work. And With basically travel. you're having walkthroughs. You're not even, you know, doing any real heavy practicing in these two days and the third day with the walkthrough before you fly out to, you know, to Green Bay. So Green Bay has the advantage. They're, they were at home Sunday and they're at home for this game. I thought the schedule makers were trying to do, if you did a Thursday game, you had to be a – they tried to make you away on the game before it, you know, so that it would be a kind of fair. Well, well, well. I think they, I think they balanced that out this year by. I think Green Bay was on the road. Wasn't no, they it? were home Sunday. That's what I'm were saying. They, they were, they were home. Scratch that one. Yeah. You know. So this is, you know, they definitely have the advantage in this game. By well, that. I'll, I'll tell you someone who doesn't think they have the advantage in this game, and that's the odds makers. The Lions are favored by a point to a point and a half, and it could change in the next 48 hours from the time we're doing this show until kickoff, which. Would, Probably closer to about sixty hours. Yeah, but because the injury, to me, that's just a betting line. It means nothing. It's not who what team is favored because there's so many injuries with the Lions. There's so many injuries with the Packers that you don't know who's playing right now. I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised there's even a line on this game. I would not. I wouldn't even bet on it. I would lead us along. Well, well, I wouldn't bet on it because we're not allowed to. But uh, but I wouldn't anyway. I'm not a not a football. Well, I'm better. saying as a give me a little facetious betting. I don't bet at all either. <laughs> I'm saying I wouldn't if I was a better. Uh, let's recap the Atlanta game real quick. Um, Lions did what they had to do. I, I wasn't really impressed with the offense of the game, and there was a reason when you're going down to your six string tackle, and you you know your offensive line has three players in the positions that they're not normally at you're going to have an offensive breakdown kind of. And I think that it was just an average offensive game to me. I thought that they could have did better. But defensively, I thought they played very good. Now, I don't know if it's because Atlanta's offense is not high-powered and you stop the one dimension that they had, which is the running game, if that's it, or did the Lions actually improve. So that's something we'll see this week. Well, I thought they for that day, that one game, you know, just take it you know, one game out of 17 – I thought they did improve. I thought they were better. I thought they were more aggressive. Now we get into the technicalities of the game, and I'm not I'm not an expert. I'm a writer, not a coach. Uh, but, you know, they stayed in their lanes. They controlled their lanes and all that, but what they call the rush lanes and some other stuff. And you could see that they had the quarterback pinned down, you know, couldn't, wouldn't let him out of the cage. And that, that was something that, you know, the head coach, Dan Campbell, had talked about the previous week when, they, you know, when the game they lost was you, you've got to trust – you trust the system, stay in your lane, and and keep the you know keep the quarterback bottled up there. Don't let him out. Don't let him out of the out of the trap there. And I thought they did that, did a good job on that. Yeah, I, I'm. I would talk positive about the positive things happening, but we're, we're three days past it now, 
and two days passed or whatever. And every you know everybody knows that. I'm just gonna talk about some negative stuff. I'm sorry, that's the way I am today. I'm having oh. a bad week, so I'm I'm gonna take. So you're gonna take it all. I'm gonna take it out on the listeners of this podcast. Negative oh, stuff boy, I saw during this game. Here we go. Negative stuff okay. I saw. Yeah. I don't know if it's the past regime or what, but some of these players. Tracy Walker, you got to catch the ball. Those those are game turners in a in a tight game. Ball hits you in the stomach, you got to catch it. I, I I just those free turnovers you cannot give those away. And you know, treat. I don't care oh, if you yeah. got two bricks for hands. It hit him in the stomach. It didn't hit him in the hands. It hit him in the stomach. You got to catch those balls. Those are turnovers. Those are game changing plays. You got to make them. And that's well, all. Otherwise, otherwise, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought he played he, a decent game. I thought he played a decent game. He's had one interception in his career and that was as a as a rookie in san francisco an interception was wiped out by another player on the detroit lions was caught holding like 60 yards away that was the san francisco that, game that was the yeah, like, yeah remember francisco that game yeah i remember it was a touchdown and I, thought, you know, I, I remember and i thought boy this kid's pretty good yeah but you got to catch those balls that was okay. a, um what else I thought, and I said there was going to be a coming out party for Jamar Gibbs, and I was right. I think that he should get more carries. I think he's, and the more carries he got, the better he got. I think after, if he gets 15 carries this game, you'll really see something going on with him. I think well, he's he learning the game. the last game. I said if he gets 15 this game, that'll be 32 carries in two games. I think you'll start to see what everybody saw drafting wise. You just got to get backs. Backs have to run the ball. Backs have to get lathered up. I, I'm, if you want him to be a, 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 a scat back guy or a, a specialty guy, then he, he's not going to run as good as he can when you give him the ball. And I don't have a problem with he doesn't get up but a yard or two on a run here or a yard or two there because he's going to get, like Barry used to be, uh, two, one, 25, one. And he, I think Gibbs is the same way. He'll get one, two, get caught, 10, 11, 16, two. I mean, that's the way he's going to be. But – you get him some daylight, he's going to make some plays. And I, I like to see that. So I want to see him get the ball more. Everything else, I'm fine with what happened the other day. The well, defensive line played well. Bugs, maybe putting Bugs back. Bugs is the emotional leader of maybe of that D line. Maybe that's, I don't that think was. A, so. uh, you can say you don't think so. No. But when I talked to Anzarike in, in um, camp, and I asked him, I said, who runs the D line room? And he said, first thing he said was Bugs. He said, we, we, we listen to Bugs. So you can say no if you want to, but I'm telling you, sometimes there's an emotional leader. He might not be your best player, but he might be a player that inspires. And I think Bugs might be that guy. I'd just like to go back to one thing on on, uh, on Gibbs, and that was he had back-to-back runs of 20, 21, and 13 yards. Back-to-back. He just, you know, he just – it clicked in for him on those two plays. And those were all yards, plays after he had – those were the later runs in his uh, 17 total, I mean, right? They were in the fourth quarter. Right. 13-yard – go ahead. No, I'm saying right. It was the later in the game. Go ahead. That's what you're saying. 13, yeah, 13 yards up the middle and on the next one a toss left up the sideline. So, yeah, he, look, this is the line I got from the, the former heavyweight champion of the world, Larry Holmes. You can't cook with cold grease. Right. And he was cooking. You yeah, he was warmed up and ready to go. So – um, so I, that was fine. The wide receivers, uh, Marvin Jones's 22 snaps. I didn't see anything going out of it. I'm looking at it right here on there. Um, didn't even know he was out there. 29 snaps, excuse me. I'm sorry, I had 22. I was looking at it now. 29 snaps. F- you know, 41% of the offense, he was out there. Didn't catch a ball. I, I, I would say 
not to worry about it. It's only three weeks in, but I, I've seen no production in three weeks out of Marvin Jones. And I like Marvin Jones, but I, I, I want him to – he's got to pick it up. No comment? No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, yeah, I'm surprised that he hasn't contributed more. I really am. He's had, he's got two catches and one lost fumble. That's not a good ratio. And those were all in the first game. This is two okay. games in a row with no catches. Yep. So he got to pick it up. Got to pick it up. Um, that's about it. I, I thought the running game was good. I thought um, the defense was good. So let's move past it. You got any final thoughts on the Atlanta game? I just thought it was a workmanlike performance against a team that – was two and zero, but I don't think they're they're good. I think they can be you know a nine and eight, eight and nine team, but I, I, they're not they're not, nothing special there. Who's that now? Atlanta, nothing special. Eight and nine, nine. No, and nine I, I was I thought they'd be better. They're, I mean, they're a tough team. They really are. They, they play are hard. tough. They, they, are they tough. really are. They are tough. I think also I mean let's not overlook that the the, the Lions rookies stood out again. That's they do it week after week. Yeah, but I I don't. As good as they are, and they are playing all of them, Jack Campbell, um, um, Laporta, Gibbs, and especially Brian Branch, who we can talk about before we move on to, Brian Branch, who probably was the best out of all four of them against Atlanta. It's dangerous to have rookies being your best players. That, those second-year guys and those veterans, they got to step up now too. And it's nothing wrong with having great rookies, but – it's a it's a this is a man's league, Mike, and sometimes it's gonna come to experience and I wanna see the other guys step up now. Well, they're getting experience as the game goes on. Let's not forget Sam Laporta who had what was it, uh had eleven targets and eight catches. Yeah. He's got eighteen catches now after three games. That's a pretty good pretty good second round second round draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah, basically. I tell you what, I, I always keep a tabs on Buffalo's tight end that they drafted because they drafted the first tight end last year, and Sam Laporta is doing way better than him right now. So, you know, he's playing the best out of all these tight ends. So, that's good. Um, so, they're 2-1. They didn't get their second victory last year until the, the eighth game. They were 1-6. <laughs> Why are you laughing about that? I don't know. It just struck me as funny. I don't know. What did they didn't get the well, second the, victory today's game? Well, yeah. Well, look at the look at the and the year before that they were zero eight and one. Right, right. So they got. <laughs> you know. But that you know once you get that I think that's the get over the hump one you know because remember last year they won they lost the first game they won the second then they went on a losing streak so you were one and yeah, one going into this game you know a loss even though you think it will happen. It could stir another loss to another loss to another loss. Now you're off the bat. You, you've done better than last year. So now you look forward. It's just a mental thing. And I think that winning well, this game take, took a lot mentally off their plate. I agree with that. And then also, you know, look, they've had trouble in recent years. Once they get on a, on a losing streak, they haven't been able to get off. Like last year, six and it was at sitting five in a row, and they got ended up at one and six. Right. The year before that, zero and eight before they finally got a tie to stop the losing streak. None of that. None of that this year. That's yeah. That's what. That's just, the best just part. Just play. Just play your game. Play football. And I think this game here, which a loss is acceptable, but having this game come right after the two home games and now you're two and one, I think it's the best game for them. I, I wish it was Sunday, but it's the best game for them. A tough opponent in their place, division, everything on the line, and you can. This is a gimme. This is one of those games, a gimme game. You if you take it. You're on top of the world. If you lose it, 
and most people thought you were going to lose a road division game anyway. So they have nothing to lose. Go in and play. Go in and play like you have nothing on your plate and just go to win. Hey, and look, Kenny, with so many young players, they're not wrapped up in some of those old those old days of, of the losing streaks and all that. It's, a, it's really, in a lot of ways, a different roster, both from what they added, who they added in free agency, and, and the young guys that they've developed in the – you know, this year, of course, and then the previous two years too. That they're not they're not tied up in all that stuff that that, that some of the other veterans had been yeah. for years years upon years. Now, in fairness, there is there is a mental component to any sport, and football is no different. Yeah. Now, in fairness, the the rookies, the rookie class, when you got four contributing rookies right away, man. I, if you were watching Monday Night Football and saw Jalen Carter, I can only I can only I can only wonder the reason why. They didn't draft him. I, we may never know, but man, he's he's just what the doctor ordered on the field. You know what I'm saying? I I would agree with you. I was against drafting him. I forget how you stood on that. I would have took the chance, but I, like I said, I'm not the person whose job is on the line, so I can understand whichever way you wanted to go. But it must have been, and it's no it's no different the way he's playing now. He played in college. He was a great player. So whatever the hesitation was for the nine teams or the eight teams that didn't take them. <laughs> well, we may never know what it was, but it, but it had to be something because on the field, when he plays, <laughs> that kid's a monster. Yeah. I watched a little bit of that game last night and you're right. He, he's look, I don't know if he's going to dominate for, you know, for 65 snaps or whatever it is. I don't know if he's the next in Dominican Sioux or, or, or next anybody, but you know, a little bit I saw he, he certainly looks like a guy who can control his area of the team. And I'm wondering, yeah, that's the one thing about him, though. Even in, I'm wondering why he doesn't play a lot of snaps. You know, you figure wow. a young guy like that, you would play a lot of snaps. He doesn't play. He plays 50% of the plays, maybe. Yeah. You know, so that's something. And he did that in college. He didn't play. You know, he, he would make his plays. And sometimes he would. Well, anyway, I don't talk about Jen. DeAndre Swift. Is doing his DeAndre Swift stuff for two games, and I know the fans are going to yell, "Why'd you trade him?" Whatever and whatever. But talent was never the problem with Swift. When he was healthy, he was a good back. Now, can he stay healthy? Is the the question you got going forward? And then, are you going to pay him after this year? Which the Lions had avoided by you know moving him like they moved Hawkinson. You know, you don't have to pay those guys next year, and you got replacements. Right. Good replacements too. Yeah, good replacements. So yeah, good winning players. But I'm a fan of DeAndre Swift. I hope he does well. But talent was never the problem. So if you guys sitting, why did they trade him? Blah blah blah. And look at it. He always had talent. He's always had good games. But he 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 just wasn't on the field enough. I mean, he, I mean, he never had a he never had a seven a seven hundred yard season. And in, in three years he was in Detroit. He was always you no know, five hundred, six hundred, something like that. Yeah. And you'd see the. Like last year, opening day, what he ran for 140 yards, came back in game two, had a 50-yard run right off the bat, and then had five more carries for, for no yards and, yeah. and was done and sat down for a bit. Right. Always, something always coming up. Yeah. Well, like I said, I hope for the best for him because I like him as a player. Yeah, good. I, I like him a lot, yeah. But I'm not going to sit here and say we shouldn't have done what we did. You, you had to move on if you decided yeah, that was it. So. You got his replacement for four years, yep. five years. There you go. All right, well, it's the Green Bay Packers Thursday night. Uh, the game will be on Fox 2. For all you guys that don't have Amazon, don't worry about it because it will be locally shown so you can see it. Um, what do you think the keys to this week are? To me, the keys are uh, turnovers. 
get turnovers and don't commit turnovers. I think that's uh, look, that's been proven that that that's the one predictor, absolute predictor that divide you know that divides winning from losing, and that's and that's uh, turnovers. And I think the Lions have been pretty good at that. Not great, but pretty good at that. Uh, but they can get more. Get that ball out there. Get it on the ground and pick it up and go. Yeah, I want to see the defense uh, continue its uh, great play. I'm going to tell you another thing. Back to another play. A a player nobody's talking about, but I think a very good signing. And if you look, he he plays his position well, and you don't hear his name, which means that's a good thing, is is Cameron Sutton on that second quarterback spot. I was going to take a guess, yeah. Cameron Sutton, man, you know, look at the uh, the second receivers, the receivers he checks. He he plays it. He's just like a silent assassin out there, man, and – no, you don't talk about him a lot, but he's he's been doing a real good job these three games. Yeah, he has, and then he's one of the guys that they signed to a longer contract, and you can see why now. Right. And I guess you might see uh, the other uh, corner this weekend. Um, he might be playing. I, I saw him yesterday in the locker room say that he's ready to go. You just need the coaches to uh, put him in, and that's the um, the name of Skate. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, yeah. Man- yeah, movie. Yeah, from Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley. Yeah, and he's ready yeah, to play. Yeah, he was a starter. He was a starter in San Francisco last year. I think it was started all five games. Got hurt, and it ended his season. And he certainly had the ability to play. And when he had the ability to play in that defense, one of the best in international football league, you got something going for you. Exactly. Now, where do you put? I mean, what's the um, percentage of Decker playing this week? Because that right tackle position. That could be a problem if Decker can't go and Skipper can't go, and well, you know that Nelson's on IR now, so he'll be gone yep. at least you know four games in the way. If he has surgery, that's going to be longer than that. Uh, I I think that to me the probability is I'll say eighty five percent that he plays. Okay, well, eighty five percent. There was a there was a whole mass around him talking to him yesterday, and he said it's up to me. I'm playing, so okay. it's not always up to the player, but. Yeah. And, but I, I think he's going to play. And it's a game on grass, which will help him out a little bit too. You know, that's part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'll help out a little bit. Help him, you know, ease the load on him a little bit too. Yeah, and it's still, it's still a you know, the turf isn't all torn up. It's, you know, he's going to have good footing. It's not, you know, the middle of the winter slipping and sliding. So yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. All right, so um, we'll come back. Uh, you want to do our prediction now? or You want to do a day of the game? Let's just tell them. Let's tell them. Keep their keep their interest as high as it always is. Come back on Thursday. Okay, we'll do a little ten minute on Thursday to tell you what our prediction is. But uh, right now the Lions are two and one with a national TV game this Thursday night on Amazon against the Green Bay Packers. Second one. Second, Second one. one. Jordan Love. Um, we're gonna find out exactly what we got going, Mister. Uh, next one he's either the next one or he'd be the next one looking for the next one so we'll see how that works out i'm he's not he's not great but he's not terrible to me i just think that he's the next quarterback fate you're facing that's what well, i'm saying so right in their win over uh the saints he was 22 for 44 yeah you yeah, saw the nice four or five passes okay. that scored points yeah. but they were losing going to the fourth quarter before uh car got hurt they were losing 17 at home and the field yeah. goal at the end of the game should have been good. It was a 40-something yarder that they should have lost. But I'm glad they did win because it makes the game nice this week, the battle for first place. Sounds good to me. All right, that's Michael here at DetroitLions.com. Check him out there. Ken Brown, WJ Radio. We have uh, 
and Anzalone on every week, starting when he was on every Monday. Alex Anzalone. Yes, we have a very good interview. Check him out. He uh he's got some good stuff to say, and he he's been playing. He has been playing. So, hey, Kenny, don't you think he set the tempo for that defense? The first three and out. First play of the game. First three yeah. and out. That's that third down play. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. It is. We talked about that in the interview. You can go to wgr.com and check it out. We have it posted if you want to hear what he had to say. Where where can I get it again? Wgr.com. WJR.com. WJR. Okay. Check it out. As soon as we get off of here, I'm going to listen to it. There you go. All right, for that, Michael Hare, Ken Brown, Canaan Podcast. We're out.